has been institutionalized and he's no longer commander of the platoon. I hate when that happens. Uh, now, Chill Wills was a poker player. He was close friends of Benny Binion, the founder of the World Series of Poker. Binions, yeah. And a guy who owned the Horseshoe Casino in Vegas. Wills participated sure. in the first Poker World Series held in 1907 and is seated in the center of the famous picture with a number of legendary players. Oh, who? Doyle? The guy who wrote... Uh... Doyle's rules. Doyle's rules, right? You know what I'm talking about? According to Doyle was his book. No, Hoyle with an H. No, but there's a poker player with Doyle, and he had a book with according to Doyle. Like super superstar poker. Like he had this big ass thick book on how to play poker. So you think Chill Wells knew Gabe Kaplan back in the day? No, I think that was '76, and here we're talking about. Well, probably when it came around. No, I'm, that wasn't 76, because that was his fame in Welcome Back, Cotter. I think he became a poker player much later. Yeah, maybe after maybe after Fast Break, after all the Gabe Kaplan movies dried up. Um, appear, he had Chill Wills had made appearances on behalf of Barry Goldwater, Republican Whoa. nominee against Lyndon Johnson. Later in 68, he refused to support Richard Nixon. Uh, oh, yeah. Cause... Master of Ceremonies for George Wallace. George Wallace. Yeah, governor of Alabama. I don't know about this Nixon guy. He's too much of a radical. I'm just going to stick with my George Wallace's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The South shall rise and segregation forever. Wills is amongst the few Hollywood celebrities to endorse Wallace and bid against Nixon and Hubert Humphrey. That's so nuts. He was also a singer in the Avalon Boys Quartet. That was a. That's how he started his fame. You could clearly hear his voice. I'm sure it's like these angelic voices, and then there's a dog chill. Wow, he's yeah. probably the bass. He provided the deep voice for Stan Laurel's performance of "The Trail of Lonesome Pine." Oh, in way okay. out west in '37, in which the Avalon Boys Quartet appeared. So he comes from a lot of fame. Yeah, you got something on your face right there. You didn't shave this morning, did you? I didn't shave this morning. Now look, he's, she's saying, I heard the mule. It's real. It's true. The mule fucking talks. You serious? So they're going to say hey. ventriloquism. You know, I have another Clint Eastwood connection. Okay. He started in a movie called The Mule. Okay. And he was in Francis twice the Navy, and Francis was a mule. You still never seen the outlaw Josie Wales or Pale You've Rider. Never seen uh, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. No, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've seen those. I've seen the entire trilogy. For... You did? Yeah, years ago. I what, saw a few in the dollars more. You saw that? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Uh, it starts off with wow, and then for a few dollars, check out this movie, and then the sequel for a few dollars more. I've seen all three. I've seen I've seen the, the good, the bad, and the ugly trilogy. I have. What color I have. did they paint the town in for a few dollars more? Uh, I know they paint the wagon. That's a different movie. You did movie. not see these films. Of course I've seen these films. Listen, I saw the good, the bad, and the ugly in London 30 years ago with this fucking great sound system. They played okay. the do-do-do, like you could hear it in the back and on the side. Wah, wah, wah. It was really cool. 
No, I saw that on TV. I saw Lawrence of Arabia in that theater, and they played the music okay. beforehand. But I've seen The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Eli Wallace is great in that movie. I think you need to see it again. Did you see Pale Rider? No, I haven't seen Pale I don't see anything directed by Clint Eastwood. That's Last a mistake. One, I saw Cry Macho. That's a mistake. Oh, you got to cry macho. Does not count. That's like contemporary. We're, this should be Cry Francis, where this boy brings his donkey <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. They do donkey fights. There's no donkey fights in this movie, right? They don't uh, like. No, there's they no. They don't put razor fight. blades on his paw and they put him in the center. <laughs> nope. They don't even shoe his his feet. Donkeys. Now they're suspecting ventriloquism. That's a, a perfectly logical explanation. Now here comes the general making a big show of his troops arriving to compete with the camouflage ladies. Brought the Batmobile. Oh, way to go. This is nothing shows uh, respect than bringing yeah. your fucking golf club. He's in the club. Look, all the press are there. That's Francis's voice. Yes, it is. And what he's saying is, when they fail today, the wax will be in their place. They'll be secretary pool kind of people. They'll be kitchen patrol. They'll be cleaning up, you know. Right. It's ridiculous to think that they could compete with the men in any sort of military operation. Like when a man needs to put a beer down, they'll be there with the coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy has the voice of uh, the, the mule. So, yeah, so she gets shocked. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were a mule. What? I thought you were a talking ass. This is the second time this has happened to me. What the fuck? Where's my sound? Don't do that again. I mean Lieutenant Sterling. Oh, Sterling. Yes, I met him and his mule. What do you mean the animal talks? What, what do you mean the animal talks? That sounds like me. That's preposterous. <laughs> Well, they never really say and sounds like me. Everybody's just supposed to hear that. Oh, uh, right. Well, he does. I mean, Donald hears it immediately, for, uh, Sterling. And I guess the other woman who's heard the, the meal talk kind of picked up on it, too. And I think by the fifth one, everyone knows it was his voice. You know, everyone who went to the theater to see him that, see it that night knew the backstory of he was the voice. My brother gave me a DVD compilation of Bosom Buddies. I think uh -huh. it's the first season, but the, the first and second season, the first season, the girls didn't know that they were dressed up as women to, right. to, to stay there. And then the second season, they all the women knew that they were dressed up as women. They, they let it slide. So it's like in this movie, like, do they know the donkey fox? Um, yes. They, they each one at a time find out, including the general. Yeah. Now they're going to go into the psych ward and see, see this talking donkey. Is, did they realize that he was not brought in by this, the general? It's just, it was a computer error? Yeah, they, well, they don't know it's a computer error, but they do, because the general is so oblivious. What are you talking about? They just let, they drop it. They drop their accusations. Can you, do you remember a storyline from Mr. Ed? Like, Wilbur gets in, I don't remember any, like, 
What storyline with a talking horse could you fucking do? I don't remember any storyline. I do remember watching the show in reruns. I yeah. do remember it was always he was in the stable, and and the 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 man would be like, "You're causing trouble for me in the real world again. You can handle it, Burr Wilbur." Wilbur, what did I do? I've been in the stable for the last twenty-two minutes. Okay, so I don't know if it's so funny, but why don't we listen? Sure. Well, this is the money shot. The voice shot. So you're the talking you, huh? All right. Talk it up. This is all utter nonsense. What do you mean, utter nonsense? <laughs> Same voice. What, did you ladies hear something? We heard you, General. No, you didn't. You heard the mule. I heard you talk. So did I. Me? It was the mule. Mule. Did you say something? <laughs> Come on. Speak up. Are you giving me permission to sound off, sir? No, they sound too. Permission is Sound off. Well, to start with, you're a narrow-minded, fuddy-duddy. <laughs> you're the ass. You probably think the top brass is the machinery that runs this man's army. Horse feathers. Now you take these wings. Everyone knows that women are here to stay, but not you. I didn't know that. You got the idea they're in the service just to keep your memos circulating. This is the most ridiculous... I will not be dressed down by a talking mule. I hate Especially when I'm doing the talking. See, ah, there's, there's your answer to it. He was simply doing, throwing his voice. Right. That's like a ventriloquist, Dick. I will now throw my voice while smoking and drinking. Okay. <laughs> and now while I smoke. You just want <laughs> the box to be... Wow. Just a movie. Who's saying that? In the typing pool. <laughs> now I will suck Charlie McCarthy's dick while throwing my voice. Oh, God. Oh, God. Every time someone hears the mule and thinks they're crazy, they're doing that, like, mud painting. I don't know. Not Stereotypical of being crazy. They don't do that James Bond thing where someone is drinking and then sees a talking mule and then looks at his drink and throws it away. Right. Throws it over his... Yeah. I never get tired of that. There's a flying coffin down the, the, down the uh, Venice canals. Oh, I gotta stop drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. car flies over a bridge. Oh, I better stop drinking. But I think that was Roger Moore and Gold... And gold uh... There was one in which they had the speedboat and the. And yeah. The, Is it for your eyes only around that time, I think? Yeah. And and the. The the the, the Jackie Gleason wannabe sheriff was chasing him the whole way and he couldn't arrest him in the end. He goes, This here boy is working with our, with our CIA. He goes, What? <laughs> Throw him in the clink. Now, now he's from England now. And and they sent him over here to help our boys out. This is outrageous. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they would always be. Uh... I got now they can again. see it's not ventri. She, Captain, can see um, uh, that it is not ventriloquism at all. It's real. Oh, and... it's, a, it's mule. You know the best thing could happen to you. Don't answer that. Lose those captain bars for a couple hours. Act like a woman. Break a few rules. You like it, don't you? Yeah. You want to believe that he's on your side? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is. What's more, he could help this operation. He could pull that second but do so the line to the line again. He's getting convinced to break him out of the loony bin, put him back on platoon two, because they're fucking up. And the... They'll be get back into shape if he's their leader again, and they can win this camouflage thing. You would figure the storyline would be that the women take over and everything's better. Uh, I, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I this point think, well, I mean, this film shows that the wax are just as capable as as the man's army yeah um bill burr did that in the comedy special he was saying that um all studies show women are smarter than men like all yeah so he's like then why are you in this condition that you're in stop blaming us <laughs> you got the brains i should check that out okay now it's like we're gonna break him out of here and Sasha's like, this is against regulation. And then he's going to kiss her, and she flips. Oh, she'll change her mind? Yeah. Does he remember her from the first movie? No. Oh, that's a kiss. She goes, how can I help? <laughs> Look how she holds her hands. and Oh, she's, she's great. Character, yeah. Zazu Pitts. Just one of the greatest names out there. Yep. She goes, okay, take off your clothes. What? Yeah, I want, you know, I want um, Sterling to wear them. And Sterling goes, what? Wait a minute, really? But there's going to be a, they're going to, he's, she's going to switch into the nurse's outfit and just walk out of there as the nurse. But then there's a problem. His hair. They need a wig or something. Right, of course. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Who wrote this screenplay? A mule? <laughs> makes no sense. It took four people to write this screenplay. Wow. Well, Listen, Francis would, would never say this. This is shit. This is not real. This is not this doesn't hold true to the character. He would never say this. I sounded like an oh, he sounds like an ass. Let's, he would not say this. So the joke here is he doesn't know how to put on a dress. He's never done it before. Oh, there's a horse by the, a mule by the window. Right. It's just so happy there's always windows. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clip clop. clop. Next window. Nay. Oh, that's a horse. They forgot the hat, I think. Oh, look, it's one of those iPhone charger lamps. He, she thinks it's the general seeing her naked. Right. Right, because he sounds like the general, but it's never really. Oh, it's a talking mule. A talking mule? And it's not explained why in the world he would sound like the general. Just a coincidence, I guess. It, they're having fun with that, but it doesn't make any sense. Right. 
it doesn't make any sense that he would know that the computer messed up. And well, like I told you, the general's going to get a, not making a joke, his voice is going to get hoarse. And I, I've watched this movie, this is my fourth time, and I, wow. the other three times I watched it, I never caught what made his voice hoarse. They jump into this puddle. I'll show you when we get there. Carl, we just kicked this movie a couple of days ago. You've seen this is a, you've seen it for that many times already? Three times. Wow. I saw it the day you told me about it, and then I saw it last night, and then I took one of my long-ass walks today and watched it while I was going around the block. Here is what they're going to use for the wig. Oh. Doing it for the cause. Every movie I have to get my tail clip. You need a wig. Who's going to sweep this floor? Oh, I don't. This guitar has no strings. Every movie. So here comes him as the nurse. Oh, he's got horse hair, a mule hair. Oh, that must smell. Is the hair like swatting flies? <laughs> turn it up, turn it up. Lieutenant Sterling is not to be disturbed. Yes, sir. Keep it up, keep it up. Whatever you're thinking, Corporal, is not true. Okay, that's good. Because she goes, whatever you're thinking, it's not true. Because, you know, she's coming yeah, out, she's out disheveled. She was in a room with the man. I get it. So a guy did probably not inspiring speech. Whatever you think was not true. Oh, I thought I saw Donald O'Connor with a mule hair walk out dressed. Not true. Not, not true. true. Listen to her uninspiring. Up, oh, maybe it's over. That's right. oh, hey, noise. Oh, it's a crowd noise. Crowd noise in the fifties. Fifties crowd noise. Okay, what's that? You sprung him loose. This is blah, my blah, fault, blah. Major. Oh yeah. What's the meaning of this? I'm responsible, Major. But you see, I thought the urgency was so great, but that was some time to consult. I believe that Lieutenant Sterling can help us. You Marvin, Marvin. The, the background noise. Oh, I'll be in background noise. No Marvin garbage. No Marvin garbage. And he still is in the whack. He'd better come through for us tomorrow, and he'll never get out of the whack. So she agrees to it. Get out of the wax. <laughs> All right. Oh, so we'll never see him in this stupid outfit again. Right. That's right. And he, and uh, Francis is missing his ass hair. Donald O'Connor's contract with Universal had expired, and so there was like a little doubt if he would do this role again. But he agreed to make another film. He enjoyed making these films. And he said it was hard because he had to act serious so everyone would believe that the mule right. was talking. I don't think it's so hard, but... Well,